Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 85 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. A lot of times whenever you start learning about some nutrition things, you're going to hear different talks of your macros, what kind of food you should or should not be eating. Maybe you're unfortunately following some fad diet like keto or some other shit that's nice and popular right now. But one thing that you won't hear of all that often is fiber. And if you do hear of fiber, you're probably going to come across a lot of foods that you think are high in fiber, but that are not actually that high in fiber. So today, I am here to help you get some more fiber in your diet. And if you're like, well, why do I need that, Danielle? Keep on listening, damn it. Keep listening to the show. Go grab yourself some coffee. Keep tuning on in. And let's have a little chit-chat about the fiber. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here... We will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, so totally not related to fiber or nutrition or anything like that, but a little bit of um, something that has been hard for me to do, surprisingly, in recent times, and uh, if you are an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, I hope that this makes you smile or encourages you to do the same thing. So many times whenever it comes to owning your own business, you do a really good job of like, yes, I do this thing. Yes, I'm going to share this little bit, but then like there are some avenues where you kind of like forget to share details, if that makes sense. So uh, I, I was reading something recently and it said like, imagine that there is like a grocery store. Somebody owns this small little local grocery store and they do a really good job of going and like putting their name in all of the local advertisements, like the local newspaper, um, uh, working with like a magazine, you know, like they're very active within like, I don't know, let's say a five mile radius. Yet they forget besides like their little niche of what they work through, they forget to kind of like talk about their thing elsewhere. And one avenue that this really related to for me is um, I do a really bad job with Sky's the Limit of forgetting to just mention it like to the general population. Number one, I have no idea if you're listening, if you are local to the 757. I have no way to see that information whatsoever. So uh, maybe you are tuning in and you are looking to maybe take a yoga class or save some money. And um, also a lot of the yoga offerings that we have, you are able to do different things online as well. We have a 
ginormous virtual platform. So um, sky's the limit from launch date. Uh, we'll be turning six months uh, the week that this launches. So everything, all the punch cards, all the memberships are on sale. I'm just going to put a link in the show notes. There's different coupon codes and stuff. Um, on the Saturday of Memorial Day, we are having a little six-month birthday party. So if you're in town, I would love to see you there. Uh, but even if you are far away and if you're looking to do some yoga, our virtual membership is already super cheap and you're going to save $25 off of your first month. So it's even cheaper. Um, Yeah, feel free to reach out though if you have any questions. Uh, I would love to bring some of the yoga goodness your way. Now, one thing that I actually take yoga off of the mat is with nutrition coaching. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today because I really am a believer that as you talk about something that is so near and dear to your heart, like nutrition, you have to let mindfulness be a part of it. Now, I'm not trying to say that you should maybe 100% fall under the I am uh, guiding myself through my own intuitive eating journey. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with intuitive eating, by the way, but I am saying that you might just not be aware of what your body needs and doesn't need. Um, we unfortunately do not learn nearly enough about nutrition as what we should uh, whenever we are young in our educational system through school. You might see that little triangle, you know, that has all those little food categories and that's kind of it. We don't really talk about much more and it sucks because then as an adult, that's whenever like your metabolism comes back around to bite you in the butt and you don't fully know why. You think that you are eating in a way that is going to support your body and it's not and then you get really frustrated and you're like well fuck it no matter what I do I'm gonna gain weight or I'm going to not be at the weight that I view as healthy and uh, I'm just gonna continue to sit here and chug some beer and do whatever the heck I want and I'm not saying that you shouldn't go chug a beer if that's what you really you know, want for today. But um, we have to bring mindfulness to the table. And I think that even with intuitive eating, there are ways that you can learn from others to then make your own decisions appropriately. And I hope that that is something that I can help you with today. So first, let's talk about why with fiber. Um, I'm not going to be going into the greatest amount greatest amount of detail. And you will find out here why in a moment. But If you don't know, fiber really does help you. Uh, It helps you shit. Um, I a lot of times like to say the actual purpose of fiber though in inside is to dust off the colon and basically other parts of your insides. So think of it as like if you are constipated, eating something like fiber can help get your shit out literally. Um, There is a lot more that goes into why fiber, and that's actually something that I'm going to be bringing to my nutrition clients here within this next two-week gap um, as I bring them a new feature that I'm really excited about. So I was reading an article recently. Um, Matt, actually, my husband, shared it to me, and I just started diving into it more. And there's a lot of research right now that is basically saying and supporting a high-fiber diet, this idea that it can help to mitigate risks of cancer due to slowing down the melanoma progression. And um, I, I started doing some research on it, and basically what I plan to do for my nutrition clients, so number one, if you are a client, get excited, and number two, if you're not but you're looking for a coach, 
maybe this also gets you excited. Uh, taking those things were like that. This it's a very um, a very in depth or a very deep topic, and having it as a podcast style. So if I was to go through and talk about that, I would hope that a lot of questions arise. Number one, maybe there are some things that I will also learn from you. So think of it as the amount of times if you listen to the show that I tell you, let's take the podcast off of the show. Um, Let's chat on Instagram. I am basically giving my nutrition clients a way for us to have that chat off of Instagram in a group setting. So whenever it comes to something that is more in-depth or complex, like talking about how a high-fiber diet is able to help your checkups at the doctor, aka help you mitigate something like cancer, um, uh, we're going to be taking all of those topics uh, uh, in with each other. So I'm really excited about that. It's not something I'm going to be talking about here on the show. Today I am giving you more of the the, the more digestible, pun intended, uh, chat about fiber and also just the more simplistic. So things that I might talk to you about as I am your nutrition coach. For purposes of today's episode, it is important for us to just realize that a high fiber diet is going to promote gut health, period. It is said that women should have about 20 to 25 grams of fiber per day, while men should have like, I think, 30 to 38 is something around that number. Um, I personally eat way more than what it is recommended for me. Uh, I do think it's important to note, though, that making a big jump can be hard on your body. And realistically, I truly think that making any big jump is hard on your body. So if I start working with you and I see that you are eating 15% of the protein that I would recommend for your uh, daily consumption, I'm not just going to tell you like, all right, well, this is where you need to be. So let's start now. No, I'm going to slowly progress you. I don't want it to be something that's like a big shock to your nervous system because that's going to be whenever you jump on the, well, fuck this shit, it's hard, and you don't even continue or try, right? It takes time uh, to create a good, solid habit. It takes way more than 21 days, which is why whenever you start working with somebody, uh, I hope that they are going to encourage you to work together for longer than something that is like a month. Um, I do, though, eat more than what is recommended. I would personally say that Trying to get something that is around 25 grams is a good minimum, um, probably for, I would say, 25 for women and maybe 30 to 35 for for male would be a good minimum. Um, However, please note that I'm going to say that as a minimum, meaning I encourage you to get above that number. Not saying that I want you to be at like 100 grams of fiber, like, dear God, you'd be shitting your fucking brains out. But uh, um, if you were to, to take a look at things that you're eating, you might see that in your overall daily consumption, you're looking at way less than in the 20s, like maybe even less than 15. And uh, well, we need some good shit. So let's consume fiber. Let's learn how to consume fiber. The downfall is if you do a Google search to figure out what foods are high in fiber, you're going to constantly be told that eating things like berries and broccoli, or more commonly it'll say fruits and veggies, is going to assist. 
The bummer here is that if you just focus on those two food groups, your fiber will still be low. And this is coming from the girl that at least three times a week posts in her Instagram story to please eat your fucking veggies. So please note, I'm not trying to say to not eat those things. I personally hate whenever if you do a little Google search, it does tell you like eat fruits and vegetables because there are certain foods that are just going to be a better bang for buck. For example, if we want to look at something like a tomato, if you're looking at one big, fat, large tomato, you're probably going to get one gram of fiber. And again, I'm telling you to consume more than 25 grams of fiber. So that's like a tiny little fraction. Yet, if you look, and it's, uh, I feel like it's rare that somebody eats a whole tomato. I couldn't tell you I hate tomatoes, but I'm, I'm going to guess that you don't eat like just this massive like tomato that's bigger than an apple, right? You're going to eat a slice of it or something like that. So you're not going to get that much fiber from something like a tomato slice. But if you eat something that is like a serving of broccoli, you're then going to get probably like three grams of fiber. Now again, is that that much fiber? No. No, it is not. I am totally understanding the fact that that is still a very low number. And that's why I hate whenever you do a Google and those are the things that you see. Because it's basically telling you that in order to consume enough fiber for the day, you basically just need to like eat 25 tomatoes. And that's fucking ridiculous. That sounds awful to somebody like me. And I want to encourage you and help you to find foods that make you smile. Another downfall or struggle with getting fiber in is the fact that whenever you're walking down an aisle in the grocery store and if you see something that says high in fiber, you probably have a 50-50 shot as to if it actually is high in fiber. It's just like whenever you do that Google search, unfortunately the items that you're going to see as high in fiber really are not. So you would have to eat close to like 12 damn servings of broccoli in order to probably get an adequate amount of fiber from just broccoli. And is there anything wrong with that? Absolutely not. But if you ask me, that's boring as hell. It's very similar to even protein items. Um, There are so many items out there that mark something as a high protein item Yet whenever you then look at how much protein is there, they're talking about something that is 10 grams or less. Instead, I think a better marketing tool would be something to say, we have 10 grams of protein in our bar, or we have more protein than competitors. Uh, Just like whenever you see those commercials and like, I don't know, it's comparing something like how many squares of toilet paper you get or something. Um, If it was to be comparing like my brand compared to Susie's brand, my brand has 10 grams of protein where Susie's is three. So my bar has more protein than hers. That's not saying that my item though is a high protein item. Uh, A high protein item to me is something that's 20 grams plus. For me, I would say something that is a high fiber item would probably fall into the like seven grams plus. That's going to be what I would consider a high fiber item. So overall, one of the many reasons why the majority of the population does not consume enough fiber is because when you follow something like a label, you are given such inaccurate information. For purposes of today's episode, I will not be breaking down necessarily the different types of fiber, but instead just give you some ideas for where to find more fiber in ways that make your belly and your mind smile. 
So one of the first things that might come to your mind whenever you hear fiber is oats. And I feel like we then automatically assume that oats and oatmeal are the same thing, but they are not. I mean, oats go into your oatmeal, but the part of an oat that is going to be more high in fiber is going to be the oat fiber itself, which does not necessarily mean the whole entire oat. So oat fiber and oatmeal are two different things. Oh, that makes sense. Oat fiber and oatmeal are two different things. If you are looking to get more fiber into your diet, then oat fiber is literally a magical little tool. Oat fiber is the outer shell of the oat grain, meaning oat fiber comes from the husk of the grain. That is not the same thing as oatmeal. Oatmeal is derived from the dehold oat groat. So they are two different parts of the oat itself. Now, please note, I am not saying to not eat your oatmeal. It's a great way to get carbs in. There's so many yays to oatmeal. I'm just simply telling you that if you're looking for fiber, oatmeal might not always be the best way to go. However, if you're looking at something that is maybe like a uh, like oat cookie, if you will, that could potentially be a way to get more fiber in. It all depends as to what shit was put into the damn cookie, all right? So whenever it comes to oats, my best piece of advice is to pick up the package, turn it over, and look at the fiber line. Um, I personally love, 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 love a brand called uh, Alyssa Cookie. They're actually based from uh, close to my hometown in Florida. You can get them here in Virginia at Wegmans. I actually order them sometimes online by like a case because they taste fantastic. And I want to say that with one full serving, you get something that's around like 10 grams of fiber. So it's a fantastic tool. Um, whenever it does come to oats, it's definitely something I'd recommend. Look at the label, which I guess I'm going to say this for a lot of these things. Because my next one to come up is wraps or tortilla shells. Uh, there are definitely some brands out there that are going to have more fiber than others. Flat Out and Angelic are two that will have very high in fiber. Um, they're also going to be in the double digit range whenever you're looking at how much fiber is in a wrap. And unfortunately, a lot of their competitors are going to be way less than like five grams of fiber. Again, just like as we were talking about the oat fiber itself, it all depends as to what ingredients went into them. I personally like Flat Out and Angelic for the fact that both of them taste freaking fantastic. Um, they also have a little bit of protein added in. Both of them, I believe, are around 20 grams of carbs or less. They don't have, like, they're not crazy high in calories. Uh, so I, I use them literally probably four plus times a week. So looking at a different wrap or something can be a very uh, useful tool. Same thing with protein bars, which is my second one on the list here. Um, I used to love and get pure protein bars pretty regularly, uh, primarily because number one, they're pretty damn cheap. You would get like a box of, I don't know, six or eight or something like that, and it's like $5 at the grocery store. So I liked it for that. Not all of their flavors are all that great, but I absolutely really loved their marshmallow rice crispy treat bar. Whenever I really started looking into my fiber a little bit more though, I was so 
like surprised that I had some days where there was just this at least 15 gram gap. And that's because any day that I would eat the pure protein bar, I was getting like one or two grams of fiber where some of the other protein bars that I was consuming had 15 grams plus. The two brands that I use the most regularly that have that high fiber range is going to be Quest and NoCal. Uh, Both of those are very, very, very high in fiber. There are some other brands that are kind of hit or miss, like One Bar. They're kind of in the middle range. I think they average around like seven or eight, something like that, which is not bad. It's better than the one, right? But I, I, I like Quest. I like No Cows. So I normally have like three to five different flavors in the house and I just pick a different flavor each day and continue on with my routine, if you will. My third, I guess, no, fourth, fourth tip, math is really good over here, guys, would be some crunchy snacks. So peas is going to be a good option for lower in fat and nuts will be a better one for higher in fat. Whenever I say peas, I mean like think of those little like green pea crisps. Um, I really enjoy those. I love, love, love how the Wegmans ones taste. And I really like that if you get their family size bag, uh, it gets like $5, I think. And uh, their macros are fantastic. I think that the amount of like saltiness to it is just something that my taste buds really enjoy. So I really like those. Uh, They have definitely uh, over five. I want to say they're maybe like seven-ish grams, something like that. Uh, And they will, again, be lower in fat than something like a nut. There are so many different nuts out there, so definitely check your label on those guys. But uh, some of them will be obviously a little higher or a little lower in fiber sources than others. Last but not least, I do let my last few little numbers of fiber come from fruits and veggies, but again, it is a few little numbers of fiber. As we know from the beginning of this episode, unless you want to eat something that is like broccoli for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and about eight snacks, then you're not going to be at an adequate amount of fiber for the day with consuming something like just broccoli. So just as a little recap, Oats are a great way to get fiber in, but you have to make sure that we are talking about the oat fiber, not something like oatmeal. So check the back of your package, look at the nutrition facts, mainly just look at the fiber line, see what it says. Next would be wraps, maybe a tortilla shell kind of a feel. Third would be your protein bars, maybe some crunchy snacks because who doesn't like a little something to munch on? And last but not least, fill it in with your fruits and veggies. That is really all I have for you guys today. If you have any questions about nutrition, fiber, any of the things I just chatted about, please, please, please reach out on Instagram. You can find the podcast home at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. And the home of me and my online business is the Caffeinated Yogi Company. As I said before, the quote-unquote sponsor of the show is the Yoga Studio. So I would love to see you on the mat if that's something you are looking for. We have a lot of awesome sales for our six-month little birthday party. And I would love to see you there. Until next Tuesday, my lovelies. Namaste and slay boothang. Thank you.